1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Other But Sports with Ken Sterling for Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Make him your dentist, 317-849- Two right, let's talk about sports. Purdue, they're at Rutgers tonight. Rutgers ranked 25th. They're undefeated at home. Purdue has just one road win this season. This is going to be a tough nut to crack for the Boilermakers. That game, 8 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. That game followed, kind of, by Butler at Georgetown, 9 o'clock on the CBS Sports Net- Network. I think both Indiana teams are going to win tonight. I'm going deep, loving the, uh, the Boilermakers tonight loving the Bulldogs, too. I think the Bulldogs going to get over on Georgetown at Georgetown, and they're going to start to get on a little bit of a roll here as we enter the second half of the Big East season. All right, let's talk about the Indiana Pacers. Tomorrow night, they're going to take on the Chicago Bulls. Victor Oladipo spoke to the media today. He was expansive in his comments about Kobe Bryant and about his return to the lineup tomorrow night. Here is Victor Oladipo. I
2: haven't seen this many media into since, probably since Paul came back for the first time. So I've had a lot of great things happen to me because of uh, me being not able to perform um, and play the game that I love. Um, and I wouldn't have realized that unless I had to sit down and really kind of be on the outside looking in instead of the inside looking out. Where
0: Are you the
2: old Vic? I'm Victor. I was never not Victor. (laughs) I mean, just because I had a quad injury, I'm still Victor. Um, You know, eventually, obviously, you know, uh, I don't expect to go out there and get 40. uh, But my mentality is that I'm going to get 40. So (laughs) um, that's not going to change. So uh, my body will follow my mind. What are your expectations uh, to have fun? Is it? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm just go out there and play, uh, compete at the highest level. Um, I ain't played basketball in a year, so uh, when you haven't done something you love for a long time, it's just a matter of just being able to do it again. It's the enjoyment of it. So uh, I'm just going to enjoy being able to play.
0: Nervousness, anxiety, what are you feeling right now 24 hours ahead of us?
2: I feel great. (laughs) I feel good, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I look at life a little differently than other people do. I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be standing in front of you. Um, my first game back is supposed to be tomorrow, God willing, and I'm just going to embrace that fact.
1: Nick, your, your thoughts on Kobe's passing?
2: Um, it's a tough subject to talk about, obviously, uh, because of the, the impact he had not only on the NBA but the entire world. Uh, it's funny because... I was here when I found out. I was in the gym. I was shooting down there, and I got a call saying that he had passed away. But the only place that had it was TMZ Instagram. So at first I thought it was lying. I thought it was a joke. Um, and then literally like 10, 15 minutes later, it was everywhere. Um, and then you know, slowly but surely, you start finding out who was on the helicopter with him. Gigi, obviously, and the rest of the um, the rest of the people who were on the helicopter. And it's just sad, honestly. Um, I remember telling my mom, I'm, I'm jealous. She said, why are you jealous? Because I felt like I didn't get my special moment with Cole. You know what I mean? I had a, a relationship with him. I talked to him a few times on the phone, text him a few times. But I never got to even meet him in person. And I never got to play against him. I never got to play with him. I never got to work out with him. And I felt like all that was in the near future. You know what I mean? Uh, I definitely would have won this summer. But obviously, you know, my rehab was is a little different than I had, I got the injury. So, um, but unfortunately I'm not able to do that. So it was kind of tough for me just because, you know, I wanted that moment. Um, a lot of people don't understand and know, but when I was in Orlando, it was, it wasn't easy for me. Like uh, I heard it all from being a bus to not being good enough to getting benched, to coming off the bench, to, to everything. And My mentor used to just tell me about Kobe the entire time. Ron Prophet used to tell me about Kobe all the time. Kobe, 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 Kobe. I used to watch Kobe videos. And sometimes if you look back at my old interviews, you'll see stuff that Kobe says. That's where I get it from. Like even kill, not getting too high, not getting too low. That's cold. I don't fathom failure. Failure isn't real. That's cold. That's where I got it from. So um, it was tough for me. It was a tough day for me. Um, Tough day for the world in general. Um, I wrote on my Instagram, the true definition of his greatness is that he impact people that didn't even know him. That's greatness to me. When you can impact someone's life in a positive way and they don't even know you, you've never met him before. But you still feel like that was your brother, that was your mother. I mean, that was your brother, that was your father that passed away. So words can't really describe him. He's he's in a class of his own, man. Um, And, you know, I just pray for his family. Pray for his, his his wife, his his daughters that are still here. Uh, pray for the families that were a part of uh, the victims who were lost as well. It's like a it's like a nightmare, honestly. It's really like a nightmare. It didn't even it, it still hasn't even really sunk in yet for me because I just don't want to believe it. And if anybody who knows me is God is is everything to me. I wouldn't be where I'm at without my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and you can never question him, and yet there's still sometimes you're like, "Dang, I just don't understand it." But you just gotta trust it, and and it's the toughest thing to do because we trust him when things are going good. We all we all trust him when things are going good, but it's in the tough times where we're trying to get shaky, and we're only human, and he understands that. But it's just a tough pill to swallow, man. And you uh, just gotta all have the Mamba mentality, and whatever that whatever it is that we do, just have that mentality because. That's a real thing, man. Attack every day like that guy attacked it. And if you don't, if you're not successful and you don't accomplish what you can accomplish, at least you know you put everything you had into it. You know what I mean? So It's just being, bro. That's just him. His legacy will live on forever. He don't have to be here for people to understand that.
1: How has his death potentially impacted your mindset of your return?
2: I was a little nervous a few days ago. Now I'm just like, man, I'm just going to attack the day and have fun. I'm going to attack it as best as I can and have fun. And at least I can live with the results and knowing that I gave it all I got. And I'm going to do that from here on out every time I lace up my shoes and go out there and play. What have you, you seen from this team for? over the past? The
0: start of the season? How impressed were you, though, with what these guys have been able to do? Um, like I
2: mean, a lot of people have been impressed and surprised. But, again, man, I'm in here every day with them, so. I see the growth. I see how hard they work. So, um, if you work as hard as these guys do, um, it's hard not to, to to reap the benefits of it. So, you guys are, are a special group. We're a special group, and um, I'm just trying to add to it. Victor,
1: will you have uh, friends and family coming in uh,
2: tonight? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, my sisters are and my mom are already here. Got some friends coming in, and you uh, know. Like I said in the interview before, you don't realize how many lives you impact, even with people you don't even know, until you kind of sit back and you kind of watch. Uh, and so um, I'm just thankful I can share this moment with them.
1: Over a year off the court, what is the point tomorrow that you are looking most forward to? Pre game, post game, during the game, what are you looking forward to?
2: Um, just going out there and playing get my first five, uh, get my first free throw, first layup, first dunk, first three. I mean, the first every day is what I'm looking forward to, just uh, being able to run out there and put on a uniform. Um, Should we take from your white jersey? you're coming off the bench tomorrow? I mean, you'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, there were some guys down, so, you know, I just had to flip whatever they told me to flip it on. So I'm sure you guys will see what happens tomorrow. Will you be on of
0: minutes restriction or something?
2: Again, I don't even know. I guess you're just going to have to wait and see. But no, I'm just playing, yeah.
1: Is it a bit of an unknown factor for you as well, just how everything is going to come together
2: over um, the next 30-some games? I mean, I, obviously I can't tell the future. Um, obviously I don't know what it's going to be like because I haven't gone out there and played. Um, but I'm optimistic I've always been and always will be. So at the end of the day, I'm going to go out there and play my game because I know if I play my game, I'll benefit somehow. So and then through the course of the year and through the course of these next however many games there is we'll adjust we've been adjusting all year so ain't nothing gonna change now when
1: you were rehabbing
0: did you think about this not this day but tomorrow
2: did you think about what tomorrow might be like no honestly I never did only thing I was focused on was the day at hand Um, and that's just that's just how I'm motivated like I don't I'm just focused on right now because I can't control the future. I didn't know what day I was coming back or when it was going to be, so I couldn't control that. But I could control my mentality of that day, Um, and that's all I was focused on. I was focused on taking it one day at a time and trying to get whatever I could out of my rehab so I could eventually, you know, God willing, have a day like tomorrow. So at the end of the day, I'm just focused on here and now. This is the first time you've gone through something like
1: this. What, what did you learn about yourself or what maybe changed about you, if anything, throughout this whole, whole process?
2: I thought I was patient before, but I'm definitely a lot more patient now. Um, I think the biggest thing, like I said before, is just realizing my value and my worth. Um, and it's funny because it's kind of backwards because you, how do you realize your value when you're not playing? But, you know, when you're able to sit down, sometimes God has to sit you down in order for you to see what is what is going on. And for me, he, he sat me down, and he made me realize the impact that I have. And that because of that impact, I, I can't take any day, any game, any moment for granted. Um, and then Kobe happened. So, I mean, it's just there you have it. Every Every day, every time I go out there, I got to play like it's my last game. And... Not saying I wasn't doing that before, but now it's like, just go out there and give it everything you have.
1: What did you think of your value, what you were just talking about before this injury?
2: I thought it was, I thought it was high. You know, I thought, you know, I I brought a lot to the team. Um, um, you know, but that's because I'm in here every day, and you know, I'm, I'm playing with these guys every day. But when you were able to sit down and realize you're impacting your value for everyone else that's not in this gym then you like oh whoa i didn't even realize that cuz you know you're just so locked in on your crap you don't really not really worried about what's going on on the outside um, but you know you kind of see you like wow people were impacted by you know you not being able to play you getting hurt and people from all over the place saying you know prayers to you hope you come back stronger than ever you'll come back stronger than ever like they didn't have to do that but they did it so it just shows you you know that my value is far greater than even I thought it was.
1: Dick, have you studied previous guys coming back from significant injuries and no. what it meant to them?
2: Uh uh-uh. uh. No disrespect, but they, they don't have nothing to do with me. What are you- they not? I, I'm not saying that I, I'm not, no disrespect, but it's just different. Like this injury is different. I'm a different human being, they're different. And when you learn in rehab, when you ask a lot of questions, because, you know, I'm asking a bunch of questions all the time, I know it's probably annoying, but a lot of things go into rehab and and injuries and people coming back differently. Everyone's different, just like every human being isn't the same. So um, there's different genetics that go into it. There's different everything, traits, their body frame, everything is different. So it's hard to look at someone else and be like, okay, I want to come back like that when... In reality, that'll be naive of me. You know, all I know is I'm gonna come back and be the best Victor Depot possible. It was a long time ago, but
1: how do you did you draw anything from your previous surgery, freshman year in high school, and the rehab? I
2: didn't have I didn't have surgery my freshman year. I was just out. I had a cast on um, my freshman year in high school, and I only had to sit out a summer. I didn't have to sit out 12 months, but um, it was similar because you know when I was a when I was a freshman. I was trying to make varsity as a sophomore, and I made it, but I never played. But I'm, I remember that summer, all I was trying to do was just stay relevant, meaning, like, I was trying to do whatever I could for them not to forget that I was there because I didn't want, you know, the coaching staff and, and Coach Jones to not notice, like, yo, I'm still here. Like, I could, you know, I'm still around. I could, I could still hoop. You know, I just got to get healthy first. But And it's kind of similar because that mentality is, is even with me now, like, I'm doing whatever I can to, to make sure that I come back and help this team as best as I can. I'm working every day. Um, I'm in here every day, and um, I'm just going to continue to keep working. Even playing tomorrow is a part of rehab. Like It's just so crazy. Like You just learn all this stuff. But even tomorrow is, is a part of rehab, and I'm still going to have to rehab for who knows how, probably the rest of my career. And that's just how it's going to be in order for me to, to perform at the highest level I can, so. I mean, it is what it is, you know, I embrace that, um, and, you know, obviously, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't expect to, to do anything out there Mirac- miraculous tomorrow, I just expect to play basketball at the best of my ability, and I know I'll get better as time goes on, and I know I got to be patient with my body, and patient with the game, and everything like that, I already know that comes, but I'm a competitor, so yeah. I yeah. know it ain't going to be easy, but. A ter- person a long time ago told me if the road you're on is easy, then you're on the wrong road. So at least I know I'm on the right one.
1: That's Victor Oladipo. Let's hear from Nate McMillan. Interesting stuff about how the rotation's going to change a little bit. Yeah,
0: we, we, we've we talked about that, uh, you know, as far as the plan. Uh, you know, whether we're going to bring him off the bench or start him, then uh, it's going to be a restriction on his minutes uh, that he plays uh, for the next couple games and um, – uh, yeah, we've already discussed that. Well, I'm not giving the game plan away right now, uh, but uh, there will be a restriction on uh, his minutes. From what you've seen from him in practice, how close is he just physically to the old Vic? I mean, it's that's going to take time. You know, this, we're talking about a guy who has been off for a year. He's uh, coming, starting the season in the middle of the season. We're we're already halfway through the season, and uh, it's not like he's coming in and joining his team uh, with the training camp. Uh, You know, the players tomorrow night are going to be in the best shape uh, of the season. You know uh, that he's going up against. So the expectations, we're going to be slow with him, Uh, be patient with him. Uh, Is he close to the old Vic? There's no way he could be there. Uh, after being off four seasons, so you have to be patient. Uh, we'll give him some minutes um, tomorrow, and uh, you know allow him to get out there and get his feet wet, and uh, you know get out on the floor and, and be in a com- competitive game. And uh, we'll look at him after that game, and uh, you know pretty much com- continue with that type of approach for the next few games. I would say until the All-Star break.
1: have a, a goal for him, or as he talked about, goals until the All-Star break, kind of a short-term
0: ceiling? Yeah, we have talked about how we plan to work him back into rotation. Uh, as I mentioned, there'll be a restriction on minutes, and uh, those minutes will uh, go until the break. And after the break, uh, we'll look at how he's played, how the team has played, and uh, we'll make a decision on... Uh, increasing those minutes or doing something different uh, when we return from the break. He's such a big personality. What, what does he mean to these guys, and what will he bring to that locker room now that he's here full-time? He is a big personality. I haven't seen all of you guys all season long, man. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> who have you guys been, man? Uh, uh, yeah, we, we, he's a big personality, but he has to fit too, with with the group. And uh, you know he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he hasn't played with Malcolm. Uh, he hasn't played with Lamb, uh, T.J. McConnell. You know, so this all of this is an adjustment period for all for all of us. And uh, it's, it's, it's almost like you know starting from the beginning of training camp. You know the chemistry. You know all the things that they've been working on the last few months. Uh, you know building. Uh, you know it starts over for us. Tomorrow, uh, you know, bringing Victor back, and um, you know, so it's a, it's, an, it's going to be an adjustment period for us. Uh, that we have to uh, be patient. You know, um, it's going to be some changes uh, that are made. That uh, roles are going to change, and all of that. Uh, that's going to take some time. You know, we've had some players that uh, have uh, stepped up. Uh, you know, all season long, and uh, with all the injuries that we've had, you know, not just missing Vic, but missing a number of our players all season long, we've had guys to step in and play, play well, and uh, help us get to the position that we're in. And uh, you know, some of that's going to change. Uh, you know, far as minutes played, attempts, uh, rotation, and uh, you know, it's is something that we're going to have to embrace. You know, I've seen this happen. Both ways. You know, when we talk about strength in our numbers, uh, we've shown that the strength in our numbers have gotten us to where we are. Uh, but now we, we, we have a full roster. And, uh, you know, it should make us stronger. We, we're hoping that it makes us stronger. Uh, but it certainly can't uh, be something that divides us.
1: Has Vic been trying to pitch to you that he can come back and start from day one?
0: That's... We, we've, we've, we've talked about that. It's not uh, his pitch. It's, it's our pitch um, uh, in a sense that, you know, everybody's involved in that, the medical team, trainers, uh, Victor, myself, um, and, uh, you know, what's best for not just Victor but the team. Given the personnel you now have, does he need to take a different approach to the game than he did two years ago when he was an All-Star? I think Vic just got to—he got to get out there. We got to see him, you know. Uh, it's not a—you know—the approach is to get, get him out there tomorrow night and let him play. We—we don't—I mean, let him. You know, know I know it's going to be some nervous energy for him, uh, you know, playing tomorrow night and you know, put him out there and let him play. And uh, we'll we'll adapt and adjust, uh, you know, after we see
1: him out there playing with this being such a, a dark week in basketball, does it feel good knowing your team that Vic can kind of be the, the bright spot in, in the NBA world this week?
0: Well, we're, well of course we're excited uh, about uh, you know Vic's return uh, but the Kobe situation is a, is a you know um, that's a very, very difficult uh, situation for some of us, you know, and um uh, you know, it's still here, you know. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll get focused and make sure that we're ready for the game tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, that'll be still here. And uh, a tragedy like that, uh, you know, Vic's return is exciting, but that's still a tragedy.
1: Nate, do you have any concerns? Guys who played bigger roles earlier this season, now they're going to have lesser roles, lesser shots you worry at all about how that's going to play with certain guys?
0: Absolutely. And that's what I was just talking about. You know, I I addressed the team today about that uh, that situation that we are now uh, we have a healthy group. You know, even though we have a couple guys questionable for tomorrow's game, uh, this is going to be the first time where we have all of our guys back and roles are going to change and you're going to have to uh, sacrifice all of us you know, even Victor is going to have to sacrifice. Uh, you know, Victor is joining his teammates, uh, you know, halfway through the season. So uh, it's, it's, it's not going to be all about Victor. It's about us and, uh, you know, Victor working to uh, and team working to build that chemistry with one another and, you know, strengthening ourselves. Uh, but, yes, roles are going to change and uh i've talked to our players and you know um you know our guards you know the guard the the roles are going to change for mainly our guards uh, you know tj lamb and aaron um but really for all of us you know because uh as you mentioned you know it's the game's going to be probably a little different you know probably get a little less attempts uh, and um, You know, as I told them, you know, two ways you can go: you can embrace it, or you can go against it. And uh, and uh, I expect I expect us to embrace it. Uh, You know, the strength we've talked about the strength in our numbers when we haven't had guys uh, to have everybody healthy. It should make us stronger. And uh, you know, all of us have to figure out a way, uh, regardless if our role is uh, larger or smaller. Uh, to do what's best to help this team, and you know, if that's playing less minutes and cheering on the side uh, and coming into practice and working, uh, that's what you have to do, you know, and. Um, it's just where we are.
1: That's Nate McMillan, head coach of the Pacers. They take on the Bulls tomorrow night, 7 o'clock right here at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. I cannot wait. This has been Sports Another, but Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, January twenty eighth, 2020. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then at about 8.15 on Periscope Live. That obviously also available on Twitter, on my feed, at Ken Sterling, we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you then.